Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 155 of the Writing and Marketing Show with authorpreneur Wendy H. Jones. Who can believe we're only one week away from the three-year anniversary? I know I can't. It has flown past so quickly. Uh, This episode, the first one for 2023, I'm going to be talking about apps for writers. Now, you may think this is a strange topic, but bear with me, guys. There are more than you think, each of which is extremely useful for us as writers. Some of you, some you may already know of, uh, but they just get better and better, so I'm going to mention them again. Others you may not have heard of, but I can assure you they are worth investigating. Every single one uh, that I talk about today, I use and I use regularly. Most have free versions, which I use. Many of them have both free and paid, and I pay for these in order to get all the added bells and whistles. Um, More about those in a minute. Um, Before I start, uh, what have I been up to in the past week? Well, writing-wise, not a whole heck of a lot. Otherwise, I've been catching up with family and friends, spending time reading and watching mindless television, and of course, as I'm Scottish, seeing in the new year. Yes, I've been relaxing and giving my brain a chance to refresh after a hectic five months, during which time I only had one day off. Yes, you got that right, one day off. And in that day, I went to Glasgow to spend time with my friends from the Queen Alexandra's Royal Army Nursing uh, Corps. So even then, I was on the go. It was crazy busy, it was fun, but it was exhausting. So my body and brain said enough is enough and I knew it was time to take time off. I did spend a bit of time filling in a bullet planner for the year, or at least the first month of the year. Um, Other than that, in this podcast, it's been a work-free zone. I cannot believe how difficult it is for me to relax. And that proves that I really do need the break. It's important to have breaks as right. I love bringing you this podcast every week and I do so willingly, but it does take time out of my writing. You can support this time by going to patreon.com, Wendy H. Jones and pledging just $3 per month, the price of a tea or coffee. It will let me know you're enjoying the show and I would be very grateful. It will help the show to keep going for another year. So that's patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. So what of the apps? As I say, there are several you would already know of, and I will skim over these as quickly as I can in terms of their usefulness for writers. Others I will go into more depth. So the first one up is the Kindle app. I can hear you saying there's nothing revolutionary there. Everyone knows about the Kindle app. Yes, most people do. But the reason I'm mentioning it is because I often dip into it when editing to use the writer's thesaurus series of books. If you haven't heard of these, you really should check them out. Basically, they give you alternative words to use when you're trying to say something specific but don't want to use the phrase. An example, instead of saying Joe Bloggs was anxious, the writer's thesaurus will advise you to say his palms were sweating, legs trembling, mouth dry, etc. That's just a simple example. There's a lot more to them than that. Um, This app can be used on your computer, phone or tablet, so it's fantastic when travelling. 
Yes, I know you can use your Kindle itself, but that means coming out of the book you're reading to find the relevant writing book, etc. For those saying I have the paperback of all these books, I do too. Try lugging them around when you're travelling to write, especially when you're flying, which I do on a regular basis. There are also the Kobo and Apple Books apps. Um, if you're a Kobo or Apple user and don't have a Kobo reader, the Kobo app and the Apple app comes into its own. It performs exactly the same purposes as I outlined for the Kindle. Extremely useful. The Microsoft Office or Apple equivalent apps. If you're an Apple user, the Apple apps, namely Pages, Numbers and Keynote, work seamlessly between devices. You can move from your computer to your iPad to your phone without skipping a beat. The same applies to Microsoft Word, PowerPoint and Excel, but only if you have an Office 365 subscription. The Apple apps have the uh, added benefit of being free. I actually pay for Office 365. It costs me £70 a year and I can use it on five different uh, devices. So I can have it on both my computers, my phone and my iPad, and I've still got... Um, one to spare. And I find that I just move seamlessly. I can start on one. I can open it up on another. It's there. It's ready for me to start writing. And you can do it anywhere. You don't, you can do it on your phone. If you've got five minutes, you can carry on writing on your iPad. If you've got a bit more space, etc. Good notes five. Now, you're probably saying, what on earth do I need a notes app for? Because my phone and my iPad already have that for free. Absolutely. I agree totally. You may not. However, this app allows you to use your iPad or tablet like a notebook. It works with the Apple Pencil or Android equivalent to allow you to write documents by hand, draw images or type. You may be thinking, well, so do a lot of other apps, but this app also allows you to annotate on PDFs and collaborate with others. You can have multiple notebooks at once and can have different covers for each. It's free to download and you can have three free notebooks before a one-time purchase is required. It's not a phenomenal price and at the time of recording is only £7.99 for a full version Unlock for Life. And this you can use on multiple devices so the notepads are available whenever needed. I have the paid version. It's £7.99. I'm sure most of us can afford that. It's not astronomical amounts of money. Blog Touch Pro uh, allows you to write and publish blogger posts on your tablet or phone much more easily than using the mobile version online. It's really simple, but it's helpful, and I use it all the time. Storylines is another app I use. This is basically the online version of the story cubes that you can carry around with you. Now, I know the story cubes are not heavy, I know they're quite small, but it just is something less to carry around. You've got your phone or your iPad with you anyway. You shake your iPad or tablet or phone and then write stories from the resulting images. Quirky fun and a great way to get story ideas. This next one I really, really love. It's called WordSwag. Now, this is a simple app that allows you to generate images with text. It's not just for writing, but you can type in what image you're looking for, e.g. writing, Choose an image, tap to choose the version of the image you want, um, so how you want it to look, add text, change the text um, and the colour, uh, usually choosing a further tap, and in seconds you have a fabulous image to use on social media or in blog posts. 
This app has become more and more useful with each update. There's a pro version, but I've never used it as it's £4.49 a month and the free version is outstanding. And I love it. Um, you can use it for lots of different things. Um, it doesn't just have to be for your writing. You can use it um, in your ordinary life as well for other things you want to say. So I would highly recommend this one. It's, it's excellent. As I say, it's outstanding. The next one is lists for writers. Well, what can I say? What an app. Um, They basically describe it as ideas for creative writing, and that's what it is. It has lists for character naming, character physical characteristics, character occupation, character milestones, personality thoughts, personality behaviours, plot, setting geographical, setting countries by continent, setting other... And that includes things like the weather, etc. Genres, miscellaneous, words, grammar and words fun. Within these are numerous sublists. It's difficult to explain just how good this app is on a podcast. And I would highly recommend you visit your app store and take a look. That is Lists for Writers, an outstanding app which is extremely, extremely useful. The next one is called iThesaurus and it does what it says on the tin. A thesaurus you can carry around on your phone or tablet. It's brilliant. Really useful to have it there. My thesaurus weighs a ton, and I mean a ton. It is huge. It's the biggest thesaurus I've ever seen in my life. Um, So, you know, you don't want to be carrying it around with you. The next one is called Post-it. And this is basically a set of virtual post-it notes. You can write on them, organise them, use different colours, make changes, move them around and keep them in sections. It's all the fun of post-it notes whilst being good for the planet and not relying on the sticky remaining sticky. You can also take them wherever you go. It's a bit difficult to do that with normal post-it notes if they're stuck to your wall. I brainstorm. Another one that does exactly what it says on the tin. An app to help you brainstorm projects. You can save them send them elsewhere, share via email, and again, all good for the planet and perfectly mobile. My next one uh, is writing prompts. You're obviously thinking I'm obsessed with writing prompts, but you can't have enough writing prompts as far as I'm concerned. It is what it says, writing prompts. Shake your iPad or phone and you get ideas. There are five sections, sketches, scenes, text, words, in which you're given five random words, and news, from the newspapers worldwide. If you don't like what you see, shake again and a new idea will appear. If you like one, you can save it to notes so you don't lose it when you accidentally shake your phone. A brilliant app which is extremely, extremely useful. Then Pixabay. Yes, your favourite image sharing site has a nap version and it's really easy to use, really quick to use. You're in it in seconds. Um, And what can I say? It's a brilliant app. Finally, MailChimp and MailerLite, both of these mailing apps have mobile versions, which makes it easy to write, um, develop and send emails when on the move. Now, there are lots more and I've decided to stop here for today. I may do a part two of this with more apps because there are so many different apps. I just cannot go into them all on one podcast. would be here forever. So, I hope you like the choices that I've made. I would highly recommend that you go and look them up, um, especially as it's the beginning of the year. It's time for new starts, new ideas, new um, and different things that you can do. 
um, with your uh, writing using your phone and your tablet or iPad uh, because I'm an Apple girl all the way. So thank you for joining me once again and I'll be back next week with another uh, podcast which will be helpful to you as a writer. In the meantime, keep reading, keep writing and have a fabulous, fabulous writing year. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon where you can support me for as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.